Yo, I'm Fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. Yo, what is up, uh, Alan Ev? I don't like how I said that at all, actually. Sup. Um, this is Alan Ev. This is Side Hustle by Alan Ev. Um, you're about to listen or watch an episode that I did with Rebecca Marie. A little while back, uh, but we're just getting around to putting it out now. I actually never thought or knew if this episode would see the light of the day because it was a concept and an idea um, that I wasn't sure if I wanted to do with the show, which was focusing down on business and just sort of talking about business ideas and how you could do them or how you could do side hustles to make yourself a bit of extra money. Um, it's something I'm really interested in, which is why I'm going to focus the show on that. I'm still going to be doing all of my other stuff, um, but just in terms of what I put on the podcast, it's just going to be sort of those side hustles, talking business, business chats, money making, all those sorts of things. This one, Rebecca, is really cool. We talk about sort of four or five things that she's actually done in terms of what she did, how she did it, how long it took her, was it worth it, um, the money that she made. We actually talk about the money that she made from um, exactly what she did, uh, which is really cool because I think sometimes, um, and what I really want to focus on on this show, sometimes people sort of don't go into specifics and when you're trying to think about a business idea or you're just curious about something, it's not like you're going to judge them necessarily, but it's just you want to know so that you can actually like think about something. But when someone ducks your question, says, how much does that make? Or how much time do you spend on that? And they say, oh, you know, a little bit or, oh, you know, not that much time. It sort of doesn't let you build a picture up in your head because you're like, oh, well, okay, I don't know if he's spending three days on that or three minutes. And I don't know if he's making a hundred bucks or getting like a hundred views or if he's getting $10,000. So, um, Rebecca, thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your business ideas. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. This is Alan Ev, Side Hustle by Alan Ev. Give me the ideas plus the hell. Cheer. Okay. <laughs> welcome to Alan Ev. Uh, welcome back to the new, new sort of Alan Ev, the new face of Alan Ev, the new look of Alan Ev, what we're doing um, in terms of the whole business chats, the side hustle chats. You're here with myself, Finn, and obviously, as you would have heard in that little intro before, um, Rebecca Marie, she's a really good mate of mine, and I'm stoked to have her here, so thanks for joining me. Um, and I forget that we're videoing now on YouTube too, so if you like watching visuals and you want to have this on while you cook dinner, or like, I don't I was going to say while you're driving, not while you're driving, <laughs> or at the gym, that's not suitable either. It's more of a, if you're at home, chilling type beat. Um, check us out on YouTube as well, Alan Ev. And when I say check us, I mean check me out on YouTube. It's that whole, like, that small energy, eh? that small business. Check us out when it's just you. Um, so, yeah, if you sort of have seen Alan Ev, you'll know that I've taken a pivot to more focusing on the business, the making money, the side hustles, and still haven't nailed the name. By the time you hear this, I will have. Uh, at the moment, it's my first side hustle by Alan Ev or side hustles by Alan Ev. Rebecca doesn't quite, she's not quite there with it yet. And I kind of agree with her. I'm I'm not sure on it. It's okay, but I'm not sure on it. And that means I need to find something better. But we have now the description and that's start your first side hustle with Alan Ev. Uh, deep diving into guest side hustles, my own and brainstorming them as well. So it's sort of the ideas plus the how for you hosted by myself and Barnett. So, Rebecca. Hello. Hey, hi. Hey, hi. Hello, hello. hello. Yeah, come on. Sit <laughs> down. There's your, there's your intro. So, we're here today to talk about what you've done for the last few years to sort of get yourself through, um, make a little bit of cash on the side, pay your rent, do all those sorts of things, um, as opposed to if you hadn't have been doing those things to make that extra money. Um, and as I sort of would have talked about in the intro, 
uh, some of those main things you've been doing is obviously like uni for a bit and then sustainsy and other things as well. So what I want to do today is literally just talk to you about those things that you're doing or have done, the ideas, how you got them, uh, how you started them, what went well, what didn't, what mm-hmm. you changed, like was it making you good money, was it not, was it worth it, uh, what would you do if you were to do it again, etc. And as we talked about this, this could just never see the light of day, this interview, it also could be like super amazing and I might want to put it out straight away and just be like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> no so, pressure. <laughs> do you want to just literally like list off the things that you've done and then we can just sort of pick one and run with it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. So after I left uni, I needed to make my money so that I could support myself. And I worked at a hot dog shop, sold secondhand clothes, made corsets, made other clothes. What else did I do? So hot hot dogs, hold up, hold up. So hot dogs. Hot dogs. And then like made and sold corsets. Yep. What is no. it? What is, I'm trying to think of a corset right now. Corset tops are like the ones that like they've been really trendy at the moment and they tie up at the back and they've got boning in them. Like oh, those ones. Yes, those things. Yeah. yeah. With you. Yeah. So I jumped on that and started making those, selling secondhand clothes on Depop or Trade Me, just like flipping them. Mm. Um, and then thrift flipping clothes and selling those. What else have I done? Then, YouTube? Did yeah, you say my YouTube. YouTube, YouTube yeah. and now partnerships and some work for TVNZ. Probably like the main ones. Jeez. Mm. That's cool. So if you are not from New Zealand, um, TVNZ is like literally TV New Zealand. So it's like the New Zealand, I don't know, like mm. TV organization. Yeah, main so one. she's really about that life. <laughs> um, let's literally go like in that order. So you had hot dogs, corsets, secondhand on like Depop slash Trademare. And I know that that one's a low-key banger for you. Mm. Um, and then YouTube and then the, the partnerships and stuff. Yep. Hot dogs. What was this? What was this idea? What was it like? Was it a? Well, it was a mean, it? Was it like a Loki job? Someone's like, job. It? it was like someone else's business, and I needed a job really quickly because I was still living in Wellington. Obviously, really expensive to live anywhere, really. But Wellington is definitely very expensive, um, and so I started working part time at this hot dog stand. Um, definitely wasn't a wasn't glamorous. I always smell like hot dogs. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was three, four days a week, just in the mornings. So it meant that I had the afternoons to work on whatever I wanted to get up, go down there, open, close within like four hours and then come home. So it was like four hours a day for three, three, four days a week. Yeah. I think it might've been five days a week. I think it was all the, all the weekdays then. Oh, so um, it was like literally like, so like 20 to 25 hours a week. Mm. How much yeah. was it? Like, did it pay you much? Was it? All it paid. Or? It paid for me to live on. So it, I won. There wasn't save much saving, but yeah. it was enough to pay my rent and my food. Yeah. And yeah, so live off of it, and then the afternoons, obviously, more time to side hustle on, on more important things and mm. stuff that could make the fun money. So, like, mm. my point of having like a job was that the job pays for living and living like not the fun stuff and then you have to work for the fun stuff so like you had to do the extra Mm. i like that it's like that whole safety net of like you know how some people like i'm gonna go all out there Mm. and some people like burn the bridges and burn the boats and it's mean and it works for them yeah but other people need to step into it more and that's where like having a certain amount of fixed income per week from like a, a job no matter what it is means that okay like i'm gonna spend 20 hours a week 
like doing this sort of thing. This is going to give me some definite cash. Yeah. And then work on like other things as well, build up other things as well. And I also like that because when you think of like, how can I make some extra money? Sometimes people go straight to having like a little business on the side or selling Mm. stuff on the side. And you forget that the one of, in my opinion, one of the most easiest ways to make extra money on the side is literally to trade time for money through something like a job. Yeah. And you know that if I work for four hours, even if it's minimum wage of like, let's say 20 bucks, that's a guaranteed $80 at the, at yeah. the end of that shift or like at the end of the week, you know, and people sort of forget that. 100%. Like if, I, if I move on from F45, which I eventually will, like I, I mm. imagine at some point I eventually will leave F45 and get an office job, I would probably stay at F45 and go two days a week as a side hustle because I enjoy it mm. and it's guaranteed I trade four hours of my time or 10 hours of my time and I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting cash, you know? I mean, it removes the stress as well. Like the reason that I dropped out of uni was to su- like work on sustainzy mm. and had to support that somehow. And I feel like the pressure of running your own business is already quite high and the stress of that is already quite high. So if you can just go and get the money that you need to live, like having to worry about that shouldn't be something you should be worrying about. Your energy should be in your business. And so like, I didn't want to go and cook hot dogs, but it's better for your mental health as well to just do it, get that pressure off. And then you can put all your energy into the stuff that you actually care about. hundred percent. Banging. Okay. Next one Mm -hmm. was corsets. Yeah. Okay. So Actually, after the hot dogs, I, my mentor, I met my mentor. That's when I met Jenny. And she thought I was interesting because I worked at a hot dog shop, which was (laughs) a big perk. So if that didn't happen, probably wouldn't be where I am now. Um, Grateful. Yeah, very grateful. Fritz Wieners, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she got me a job at Native Sparkling. So I did another like part-time thing, but it was less hours, um, and eventually I phased out of that and went back to doing all the other side hustles. Mm. But, yes, yeah, so I went from one job to another job. Didn't just go from Fritz Wieners to the next one. Yeah. But at the same time as doing Fritz Wieners, I was making corsets. And so I saw they were getting really popular on everything. And I was like, I can make these because I'd made one for a party like a year before and got so many compliments. And I was like, yeah, okay, I can do that. And sell them for quite a bit, make them customizable with all my like fabric scraps. And they were super sustainable because they were made from like whole bed sheets and stuff Mm. um, from the thrift store. So super cheap to get the fabric, get the supplies. It was just my time to make them. So just sit and make them in the evenings and then sell them on my Depop. And then you could get a custom one like I had a picture of all of the different fabrics and all the different options and then people would order them how they wanted and so then it was worth spending the extra money and mm. was no extra difficulty for me because I didn't have any stock I'd just make them when they wanted I made them. them to order anyways mm. yeah see like to me when I think of that I'm like oh that's so much effort like I wouldn't do that like is it was it heaps of effort or was it you, you it's kind of up your alley that sort of stuff anyways right? yeah like I love sewing and I feel like when I am really busy, I don't have much time to sew. And so when I was doing it, it was quite nice because it was like I actually got to use my sewing machine, got you to got sit down. To pretty much yeah, it, you yeah. just sit like a little bit of Netflix on in the background. Like it's a fun hobby to have. And they were selling for like 100, 110 a corset. And it was just standard rate, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. Like obviously how long do you uses. Think you spent on one. Like how many <laughs> could you? How many could you crank up? Mm, over I. 
did some Halloween costumes for some of my friends um, mm. one time. So I think there was four of them and they probably took me like two days. But then that's also like in the afternoons type thing. Um, so I don't know. They, they definitely, it wasn't a good hourly rate for me. Oh, but right. if you think about it, like to get an extra grand for Sustainsy's Capital, I only had to mm. sell 10. So yeah. my time is worth that just to get an extra yeah. grand into Sustainsy. Yeah. So it was I thought that the trade-off was worth it. Yeah, that is a mm. cool way to look at it, right? Yeah. Because you can be like, oh, this is actually a terrible trade of time, like as opposed to if I worked blah, blah, blah. Mm. But also if you don't mind doing it and, yeah, if you have a goal in mind in terms of capital versus more money, yeah. you're like, I need to make this much extra money for a certain thing. Yeah, it's a cool way to look at it. Yeah, like I'd rather sit and watch Netflix and sew for a grand for Sustainsy than pick up an extra loads mm. of hours at a another thing like the hot dog shop. So it's just like knowing that cool. too. Yeah. Knowing that you would do that over that and having that sort of self knowledge that you would do it is a good thing as well before just, you know, mm. randomly doing it. Hundred percent. Are you still doing the corsets? Nah, if people order them, they're on my Depop. But honestly, yeah. I'm too busy now to spend. Now that is no longer. Now it's, now it's not worth it anymore. And now my hours are worth a lot more than that. So yeah, it's just knowing what you're scale. worth. <laughs> yeah. Knowing what you're worth and knowing where to put that. Like time. at the time, that was worth it. But you had to do that to build to be worth more now, right? Yeah. So 100%. yeah. All right. So corsets, hot dogs, <laughs> Depop. You mentioned it just before, and that's the next one on our yeah. list. Yeah. Depop. Um, so when I first started like my business journey, I used to sell clothes when I was like younger, like back in like year 12 on trade me and just thrifted them and sold them or out of my wardrobe. I had way too many clothes Mm. and it wasn't, I didn't view it as a business back then. It was just kind of like a bit of pocket money, a bit of fun. Just literally like find old clothes and. Yeah. Like it wasn't really like, I didn't even really talk about it or anything, but I have done it for a while. And then. I came to uni and when I was in uni, I was doing part-time so that I could work on Sustainsy as well. But I went to uni in 2020, which is when COVID hit. And so I couldn't even run Sustainsy. Mm. And so then I didn't do any business and I realized that I was getting like pretty, pretty depresso, pretty like not good without any business in my life. And so I started reselling clothes again and was doing it on Depop this time and taking really good photos of the clothes. Because if you don't know what Depop is, it's like Instagram and trade me combined into one so it's like it's laid out like a instagram feed sort of you have like a feed on there Mm. but you can go through and make offers message the sellers um go through someone's whole profile um and so i made like a really nice looking page and grew it quite quickly because you can get a lot of followers on there um yeah what is like what's like i have no clue what follower count would be on there like what i've got like a thousand followers on there and yeah sort of like girls vibes yeah mainly i think it's like especially in new zealand it's quite small still so it's a big thing yeah yeah which is why i jumped on it because i was like if it comes here i'm already going to be at the top yeah which was the goal it actually didn't grow like i hoped it would over here but Mm. one day it'll probably kick off um but yeah it's huge huge overseas like emma chamberlain and stuff are all on it so it became yeah that's how i found out about it um yeah so it's definitely a lot of females. I think overseas it's probably a lot more like guys and girls stuff, but over here it's Just mainly girls, girls stuff and How very much limited. How money were you making off it? Like, was it mm. in a good time? It was probably like a couple hundred a week. Like it was like Sheesh. pretty good. Like bunch of orders. Like my courier would come and there'd be like 
a stack of them. Damn. Yeah. So it was definitely worth it when I was actually committing to it properly. And I do like monthly drops. So I'd go out and oh, be thrifting yeah. and constantly doing it and then have a day of shooting all the content, day of writing out all of the descriptions. Yeah, it was good. And I'd had like an Instagram to go along with it so people could see when there were new drops and do reels about it. Do you think the trade for time versus money there was good or do you reckon it was sort of same as the sewing with corsets? Like Um, might not have been good, but it was a good way to spend your time, but also get paid for it. I think that it's still a good one. I think that now I can't do it as easily because I can't allocate a whole day to it anymore. Like it's not worth it from Mm. that point of view, but I'd love to like take some oil on to help me do that in the future because I think it is good, worth your money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Come at me. Um, But, yeah, I do think it's definitely worth it because the amount you can flip them Mm. for is worth it. And I also am so passionate about sustainable fashion that it also that ties into it. Like it's just like it's easier for me and it's putting it out there into the world and showing people how easy it is to um, buy your sustainable fashion. So I think that, I don't know, also like your values tie into it. Yeah. Because it's worth it. It is more worth it than the corsets are. But it was also better for the environment. So then I'm more passionate about it, which also makes me feel like it's more worth it. Did you sort of find like good little spots in Wellington that you'd always go to for it? Or did you always find like different? I'm not... One thing I've learned from Rorps is never ask a reseller where they, where they, yeah. get, their, where they get their goods from because then it dries up. Literally. So I won't ask where, but did you find like some places that you would sort of always rotate through or yeah, like how easy was it to find those places? I'm also constantly on Trade Me. I look on Trade Me every day or used to. Mm. And so I'd have my key searches that I knew what I was searching for. And then I'd just go through, because I'd look at it every day, I'd just go through the the newest listings every day. And it only takes you five minutes because you look at it every day. Um, and so I'd find the best ones, like, before oh, other people even knew yeah. they were on the app. And just get them. Yeah, and they'd just be arriving. Yeah. And then also there's that was good thrift stores. And I think finding your local thrift store with the best prices or, you like, the more you thrift, the more you know where is the best or where is going to rip you off. Um, so, right. yeah. I can't really remember now, but there definitely were places that were the yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah. So this, the Depop slash Trade Me stuff and the corset were both like bangers for making money. Not always necessarily the like best trade for time, but mm. if it was worth it to you, it was like worth it. But now you wouldn't do it because better things to do. And yeah. those were quite like active things eh? mm-hmm. like in terms of what you're doing with your time. It took effort and energy and and sometimes, yeah, like you probably wouldn't even consider being like, oh, I spent – I spent like 10 hours this week at the stores, but I made like 20 bucks because I sold this thing and I didn't do anything when I sold it. Mm. Um, There's a passive thing that you have though, which is, well, it's not passive, but it like can build to be passive, right? And that's YouTube. Yeah, it kind of is passive right now. Yeah. Yeah. What's like, tell me about YouTube because you know what I thought? I genuinely thought like the whole idea of being able to pop off on YouTube was Loki dead. Mm. Like I was like, there's those people like Mr. Beast and those people that sort of emulate that and the David Dobrik energy that somehow pop off and get to that 100K and then mm-hmm. once they get there, they blow up. But I was like, you know, it just doesn't seem real anymore to be able to yeah. do that. But it's so buzzy because it's actually becoming just more and more accepted that that's a career path. Yeah. At the same time that it gets more and more and more competitive. I also think it's become less competitive though now because people aren't viewing it as like 
TikTok's taken over, right? Like yeah. short form videos Google taken over. So there are less YouTubers. So like if you do commit to it properly and you did find your niche, like there isn't that many people. There's less people watching it, but if you do find people who do want to watch you, they will come for mm. you rather than, wow. like, finding you randomly. This is what I sent you that podcast about. Oh. So these guys, Colin and Samir, have been on YouTube for ages. Like, mm-hmm. they were YouTube OGs. They are what, like, sparked the whole live streaming stuff on YouTube in terms of, like, sports me out to watch cool. sports live. Because they did, like, it was, like, ice hockey or something, like, stupid. Lacrosse. It was lacrosse. Mm-hmm. They made, like, a YouTube lacrosse. No offense to that. Like, sorry. Like, it was just, like, random. It was random sport for a New Zealander. Shout out to the USA people that listen to this. Lacrosse is probably, like, their main sport. Anyways, they started, like, this YouTube channel. And, mm-hmm. it, and it, like, popped off. But it popped off for a very niche audience. Yeah. And then they were, like, making money off ads and stuff, but then they basically went and got the rights to do, like, high school games, then college games, cool. et, cetera, et cetera. That popped off. Um, and, like, YouTube was really interested in that. Anyways, they popped off. They become, like, YouTube OGs, like, made, like, a bit of money and then started a talk show. Mm-hmm. And they, anyways, were on this podcast I was listening to, and they, like, know a lot about YouTube. And they were saying, they got asked about TikTok, and they were like, well, TikTok's great, right? Like, it's heaps of... Mm. But you could take all of the best creators out of TikTok and people would still love TikTok because yeah. TikTok is so good at putting content in front of them. Yep. So it doesn't matter whether I love Rebecca Marie, like, if she gets taken off, like, the, yeah. sh- the stuff that gets put in front of me, I'm still going to love. You'll replace because the it knows, person it immediately. Because what I like. So it just, it doesn't matter... Mm. It's not like a person's yeah. platform. It's a content platform. Yeah. Whereas YouTube, you go there and you watch for the person. Yeah. Like you don't search on TikTok. You don't search Rebecca Marie. No, it's just watch. if I it happen to pop up, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool. But on YouTube, you'll be like, okay, I want to watch Rebecca's new video. Yeah. Or you'll go to her channel. So they were saying that and I listened to it. And I was like, damn, that is bars. Yeah, so it's like so YouTube, true. It's just one of those things that was like, I need to be putting this up on YouTube so people can hundred percent can listen if they want to, if they want to listen to me. Yeah. Like the short form stuff like TikTok is going to get you there. But anyway, so you have a YouTube channel. I do. Let's talk about it because it went from you were doing all these different things to try to see what people liked. Mm. And you're like, I want to get to, was it a thousand subscribers you were trying to get to? Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. And you literally had like. A hundred and then a couple hundred. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, like, my YouTube's doing well. And I was like, oh, I love you, but you got, like, a couple hundred subs. Like, chill out, chill out, you know? Like, And then you got close and, like, I want to monetize it. And mm. I was like, you're going to monetize it and get, like, one cent. Like, mm. I fully back you all I mean, I kind of thought the same thing, eh? But, like, right now, like, just there's not going to be that much, right? And you've just kept with it throughout that whole time. Mm. And stay true to yourself and back yourself, which I rate. And got your thousand subs, started getting paychecks, mm-hmm. and it's actually decent, eh? Like yeah. it's it's not like million dollars, but, but it's, it's not one cent. It, yeah, you're telling me because you're telling me you're like, oh, I'm actually getting money, and I was like, what is it like thirty cents? And you're like, no, it's mm. how much was it? So when I started, um, it was so you get it in monthly. Um, chunks and mm. then in your analytics you can see the um, breakdown I'll pull it up in a second yeah. but just like for the record 
you should go like and subscribe. It's, it's Rebecca Marie. And there is... <laughs> so not what I was going to say. Yeah. But <laughs> we've got 1.17K subscribers. Okay, and okay. my channel in total has had 161,000 views. So pretty decent. I've been posting... 161K. Yeah. That's bonkers. That's a, imagine, like, that many people in a room, like, yes. looking at me. That's it's so weird. crazy. Over time, Pete, that, that many people. Yeah. And it's even buzzier, like... TikTok is the best way of looking at that, I reckon. Like, you can see people that have, like, 7K, mm. but they've got, like, a million views or, like, a like that many likes. It's like, wait, what? It's crazy. It's crazy. Just because you don't have, like, the, the subs or the followers doesn't mean you haven't reached that many people. So you've yeah. literally got your videos in front of being viewed, like, 161,000 times. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty cool. Like, one video is responsible for, like, 50,000 of those views. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So so you can you yeah. can pop off on YouTube. You find your ne- look at that. That's from one video. One video's made you how much? One hundred ninety-two dollars. Damn, that's the that's the fifty k one. Yeah, that so that's my yeah. So when I was doing it, I posted. I started consistently posting mm. about a year and a half ago. When I when I turned twenty, I decided I wanted to do like commit commit. Yeah, or maybe a little bit before that. I honestly can't remember. Um, but started posting weekly and it was like sustainable fashion stuff. And then because I was, when I was in halls, I made a few videos about like which hall is right for you and just some like uni themed ones and then some flatting themed ones. And those ones started doing really good. So it's obviously not what I wanted to blow up, but mm. it started getting me out there and then people found my content then they found my Instagram. And the reason I do all my different social platforms and then my Depop is so that it all goes in a circle. And I think we talked about this in the, when I was on LNAP before, yeah. um, but it, yeah, everything just goes in a cycle and that was the goal. Um, and yeah, so people started finding it and when you hit a niche with it, so obviously a uni video, people are moving into halls every year. So there is a new batch of people who look about three times a year. It's like the middle when they start talking yeah. about it, just before they move in and they're getting excited or like there's just so many times when that's going to be relevant. And so it always blows up and just keeps bringing in that revenue. So there it's are really, evergreen, right? Yeah. That's like a good reason not to like having trendy stuff is cool because people always jump to it. But if you have something like if you're being smart and you're like, okay, I'm going to have a YouTube channel. I'm going to try to do this stuff. Having stuff like that, which is evergreen means that once you're monetized, mm. when people come back three times a year and that video just keeps going, It'll just keep bringing in that money versus like a, did you hear Logan Paul wants to fight KSI? Mm. And that's like a one month thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really good. So yeah, when I started, signed up, you get like a monthly payment. I actually only just finished signing up and I got the first paycheck in my bank account like last month. It was so cool. So now I've got like my bank account just with my YouTube money in it, which is just so cool to see. I was like, I kind of want to see after a year, like how much I get out of it. Obviously, I could go and just like look, but it's kind of satisfying to see it there. Yeah. But when I first started, I got $40 in the first month and then... Every other month, I've got a variety. It depends if one of those videos is trending, if it's like the right time of the year for it. Mm. Like the O-Week Toga video, which is the one that we were just talking about, the $50,000 one. $50,000. Oh, my God. $50,000. That would be, be nice. amazing. 50,000 views. 50,000 views. <laughs> That's New Zealand, right? Yeah. 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 Um, oh, is it? It might be. Yeah. No, I think it's New Zealand. Um, what was I even saying? I just I just threw myself off just by getting it wrong. I did. I just got mind blown. But you were saying like when? Oh, because people come yeah. back to look at it. Yeah, when people 
Like you got 40 bucks and it yeah. depends based on. Yeah. So either get like 40 to $100 a month, depending on what time of the year it is and how many people are there. Um, and if I. $40 to 100 bucks a month usually. Yeah. And that's off like how many views a month do you reckon? I can check. I think like I get about like 6,000 views a month. Just okay. like I haven't been posting for the last two months because I've had other things that we'll get to talking about later. Mm. Um, and it hasn't been a priority. But my channel has now just been growing on its own. So I've gone up like 200 subscribers without posting. Once you get to a point that stuff just snowballs, eh? Yeah. And it's like the more – yeah, I saw this thing on YouTube and it's the same for any like sort of long-form content or content. Like it's the same for mm. podcasting. Once you get to a point like those videos, if anyone, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has heard of like passive income mm. and, you know, put your money in a fund, in an index fund, and it'll pay you dividends without you doing anything. And then you put that back in and it just grows mm-hmm. and it grows and it grows. Like there's passive income. I actually used to call it something else, but I can't think of it right now. It's my bedtime. <laughs> but it's like you literally get passive views and passive like sort of income in terms of views and subscribers mm. and people interested with content too mm. like it just goes up over time like same as my podcast like i put it out and in the first week it gets downloads but then a year later two years later it's it still, still getting is. downloads it's really or cool like that one that popped off you know like it's just like really random mm. but it does so, it yeah oh well, like they won't they, one of them they travel one mm. there's that travel series that we did the first one popped off straight away the second one and the first two weeks got like no downloads. And I was oh. like, oh. And then when I checked it last week, because I was like, oh, I got no downloads, it got like way more downloads. I was like, oh, <laughs> damn, crazy. Yeah, that's so great. And it's like, if you just have it there, right? Like you have to put the work in at the beginning. But it's mm. like, yeah, I've had two months off, but now I have got monetized and I like it's hit that point. Money, baby. Yeah, I can like look in there and I'm like, oh, cool, I am still getting $60 a month without even posting fresh content. Mm. Not saying I'm not going to post more content. I am actually getting back into that now. But it's definitely cool to see that it that it can just work for you once you get to that point. I have one more question on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. How much time do you reckon you spend on each video and how long mm. are the videos that you make? Okay. <laughs> really depends. Um, I put a lot of work into editing them. So... Mm. Yeah, uh, it kind of depends. Like some of the fashion ones are quite easy because it's like an unboxing. Just unbox it and then there's a little clip of me like mm. in front of the camera trying it on. Um, but then some like the uni ones, there was some where I got like loads of people involved. So I got someone yeah. from every hall that took ages to organize them, give them the scripts, edit them all down and then edit them all together, put in. Couple like, days at Yeah, least, like it's a long time and my laptop isn't very good either. I use iMovie, so it's like Same. a slow process. Yeah, so it depends. Like, it could be an evening, four hours, probably average, like, eight hours per video. Yeah. But it's like, it is a lot, so you do have to It's take... a lot of upfront. Yeah. It's a lot of upfront. <laughs> the only thing is, though, is that you could spend eight hours thrifting mm. or you could spend, like, eight hours doing corsets. Same thing as upfront work, except this upfront work will keep paying you mm. like onwards right so i think definitely important to add though about youtube is like yeah it sounds better like that but it's also like you do have to find that niche like who would have known what happened if i didn't do those uni videos 
and mm. then I wouldn't have got the spike in the subscribers. And like I had to push so hard for my last 200 subscribers. Can you remember? Yes. I literally was like Goodness walking around me. the streets of Wellington with like a sign, going up to random people, made TikToks about how I was like on the street being like, because like, I saw that YouTube was running ads on my videos. So I was like, these are going to make bank because they've chosen to run ads on my videos. Like mm. they don't have to, but they are. And I was like, I want that money. So I was like, cool, I'm taking it into my own hands. Literally, I was harassing everyone about it. Eh? It was all over <laughs> my socials every day, but finally did it. So it's definitely not, it's not super easy and it is hard, but if you are ready to get dedicated to it and find that niche, like you can. Yeah, like podcasting. Shout out Alanav Media or Alanav Podcast. Whatever it is, search up just Alanav on YouTube. Mm. It'll be there. So Hot Dogs, Corsets, Depop, YouTube. Have you done other stuff? I did my rentals before, but that was like, that was just for pocket money as well. Just for pocket money as well. Yeah. Is there anything, because like, I'm, oh, I'm actually really happy with this. So is there anything that you would do now? Like, is there anything that you would look at doing right now? Or is there anything that you would have changed about what you've done in the past in terms of, like, looking for ways to make extra cash? Um, No, I quite like all of them. What you've done? Yeah. What about right now? Is there stuff, is there opportunities you see mm-hmm. right now? Right now I'm going to work more on the partnership stuff I'm doing at the moment because that's, been really good and good for building my personal brand, which then supports everything. Once again, goes in that cycle. As soon as mm. you build one, you build the other ones. And I've recently changed my personal brand. So it's a lot more aligned with where I want to go. So I think I'm going to start a podcast too, which seems, I don't know, very different. Something sh- Sunshine. What's it called? The Align and Sunshine Club. The Align and Sunshine Club. Baby. Very excited. We've been going over the podcast stuff. Mm, yeah. We had a little lesson. So that's a side hustle of itself. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like doing off. that because then that goes with off. that goes with personal brand, right? Like it's yeah. like want to grow. So right now my side hustle is literally is my personal, personal brand. brand because mm. you've built that up. Yeah. Nice. I like that. So we got hot dogs, corsets, selling clothes, looking on trade me for them, finding like old bed sheets and turning them into stuff. We got spending hours on YouTube just to make some cash. <laughs> And the thing is, is like, it's not always going to work out, but those are all sort of pretty, I wouldn't say easy, but like pretty like doable, you know? Yeah. Like it's. Anybody can do that. I film on my phone for my YouTube as well. Mm. Like there is no cost that was incurred when I started. I use my iMovie. I use my phone. Like you can use, I use a mix of Canva, Photoshop and everything to do my branding. Like people message me and they're like, what do you use to like edit your videos? I'm like, iMovie, iMovie, Canva like it's possible to do on anything and so it's like so many people come up with excuses i couldn't do a youtube channel it's like why not you literally just have to sit in front of your phone why not Mm. i like that thank you so much for coming to alan ev um thank you so much for sharing these little cash making ideas little side hustles um it's cool to talk to i love talking to you about all this stuff anyways but it's cool to talk to you because you've actually done it and you've made some cash over and it's actually we were having a conversation earlier about people who talk about stuff that they mm. want to do and people who actually do it. And you're one of those people that's actually done it. So good on you. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, if you guys want to hear more of her, check her out. Um, you want to plug all the places they can find yeah, you? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here's the list. Instagram. It's Rebecca Marie. I'm it's, it's Rebecca Marie on most things. The it's is like part of it. Um, 
So YouTube, Instagram, TikTok is by Rebecca Marie because somebody else has my username. I know I'm so upset about it, but I guess it's like TikTok's by Rebecca Marie. Makes Mm. sense. Um, And my website is RebeccaMarie.co.nz if you want to reach out. And of course, sustainable bikinis. 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 Sustainable bikinis at sustainz.com. Nice. Alrighty, that's the potty. Thanks for listening in. Catch you next week. Chat. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNA with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNA, go to lnav.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at alanav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. And if you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, check us out at alanav podcast uh, that's our handle for instagram tiktok um, and i think just about everything else as well so more alanav go check us out at alanav.com see you on the next episode of alanav thanks for listening see you soon Cheers.